Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Today is the 22nd of March, 2022. And it's Tuesday. It was a beautiful day. Got out there, did a little carving. Had a visit from my friends, the uh, <clears throat> the uh, flor- uh, flower show folks. And my friend... Renee Tucci, she is a floral designer, freelance floral designer, consultant, very nice person, her and her husband come out, and they looked at some of the uh, carvings that I have put together so far, so I actually made pretty good progress in a short period of time, I have an owl that I'm just roughed out. And what else do I have? I have a um, a frog. So they took a look at these, and what they're trying to determine is, once these pieces are finished, how can they introduce flowers to them? Greenery, you know, uh, foliage, whatever. <coughs> Various materials to beautify this... Uh, this display that they're going to be doing. They're going to be competing in the Philadelphia Flower Show for like the third or fourth year. So I'm part of that. I don't know if I bragged about that to you yet. So with March done, I've got two of four of these things completed or actually underway so I can complete them within a couple days. So I just need to get out there and get prolific and get ahead of this so that I don't uh, blow my wad, you know, have to cram it all. Is I one thing that really is is working on me. I'm sure that you as well is time. I feel like uh, as I drive down to Romanowski Field to pick up Sam's friend from a rugby uh, practice. And Sam is at a track meet. And I'm going to have to pick both of these turds up. Driving around. I got my dog in the back. Trying to get things done. Trying to get ready for Wednesday and read all the plays. It's daunting sometimes, you know? It's also gratifying in a way. But it, it can be, yeah. Like if you got a day off, you can kiss that fucking day off goodbye. Like I did get a gym, a good workout in today. Covered three miles on the treadmill. Did some kettlebells. Met a friend out there, which I we said we'll we'll encourage him to get going, get moving. So it was a, the, the day was not a loss. It's just that it's 7.30 and I haven't eaten dinner. And I still don't know when my son's going to come back. And he's doing all these sports. It's like, it's like, what the fuck? Imagine if I actually had some time. Like, I'm happy to do it for my son, my family, do anything for him. But i got a million things that I'd like to do. I just need the time. 
fucking energy to do it. I fucking dragged my ass home last night. Such a busy day at the office. It was great, you know. I, I loved it, but I was smoked when I was done. So, and I probably miss it. I've waxed philosophical about all this shit before. I'd probably miss it if I didn't have all these things to do, huh? But I'd like to put a shelving system in my garage. I'd like to do some painting around the house. I'd like to do a million different things. Carve these pieces up inside of a week. If I had a week just dedicated to this shit, I would do it. It's just go, 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 you know? It's it's kind of a bummer. Sometimes. But this is not a bummer. Listen to this fucking story. So I am at R&J Farmer's Market today. I pull in there. This thing, and I, I run in, grab a couple items there. Again, trying to just fill the cupboard with the, the essentials. Wife does most of the cooking, but if I go in there, I'll pick up some, some items that we will run out of sometimes or things that I use to cook or whatever say hello to my friend, so I go in there real quick, and on the way in, there's a guy, I, I feel like I've seen him before, I feel like I, he, he looks atypical for somebody who would be going into R&J, usually it's a little old lady or a young family or something going to get milk, it's a roadside market owned by a friend of mine, looks like a log cap, looks like a little something that you'd see out in the country up on a hill, and that's what it is. It's like a store where you go get the basic food essentials. It's a nice place. Jill and Rick, Rich are the owners, and tell them I said hi. I go in there, you know, I say, it's a beautiful day at R&J. So I like my encounters with those folks. I talked about the Mennonite maidens and, and all the, you know, it's, it's kind of like one of my weekly places. They miss me if I don't come around, too. They'll say, hey, you haven't been around a while. They text message me, you know. So I go in, there's a guy, he's coming out, and he's like, hey, how you doing? So I go in, I look around, I honestly didn't see anything that I needed that bad, or maybe there's some perishable items that I would have get, like chicken salad, a little chicken salad in a little plastic container, I would have picked that up, but I didn't. I had other things to do, so I was like, I don't want that to go bad in the car, etc. So I walk out. I'm in and out in 30 seconds, and this guy, he's standing in in, in, a, in the parking lot, and he says, hey, I, I could use one of those things, the thing you have in the back of your truck, uh, the Marine Corps thing? I said, yeah, man. Uh, he goes, yeah, you were in? I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, how long? I said, four years. He goes, I got out, in whatever, 20 years ago. Look at this, and he shows me a mask, like a COVID mask, and it says it's got a sec or a first recon emblem on it. A Marine Corps, that's a an elite unit. He served however long ago, probably 40 years ago, in First Recon. If he did, he was a badass. It's, their motto is swift, silent, deadly. And I said, yeah, I'll Semper Fi, man, awesome. I know, look, take a look at the guy, he's got like short cropped hair, but it was like black, like jet black. Clearly dyed, and his teeth were brilliant. They were like glowing pearly white and he's like yeah Marine this Marine that oh yeah you know Semper Fi I did this and 
yeah, okay, hey. I said, yeah, you need to get one of these things for the back of your uh, minivan or your mobile. He goes, okay, all right, yeah. Since you're busting my balls, he opens up the, the hatch on this minivan, which is a nice-looking minivan, and he goes, how about that? That's a dead guy in there. I transport the deceased. And there was like a camouflage rucksack to the left, and then there was like a like a bag on like some sort of stretcher or rollout device. It was it was kind of like a covert hearse. Right? And it was like a I imagine the cadaver was inside something and it was embalmed, presumably. He goes, yeah, this this guy OD'd. I, uh, those, those cops that, uh, that died yesterday, that was me. I was up there. I did this. I, you know, I go to all these funeral homes around here, and, uh, you know, I, I go in and out, and, and, you know, yeah, the different places, Mennonite places, the people with the funny hats. Uh, yeah, I do all that. I do all that. I said, you're an interesting character, man. I, can I, you know, I, I gave him my card for chiropractic, and he gave me his card for transport services. And he told me he got his brother-in-law involved. He also then he said, oh, where are you from? I said, yeah, I'm from Jersey. He goes, oh, where? Yeah, I'm from Mays Landing down there. I got a couple rental properties down there. I used to clam for, like, going through college and high school and stuff. I would uh, take the clams and sell them down this market and da-da-da-da-da. Like, this is a small fucking world. So what are you doing in a, in a Mennonite farmer's market? He goes, well, I, like to, I live over here, and I like to go to Mary Mead, which is like a, another farmer's market across town. And he goes, I figure I'd try, get in here, see what they have. And I'm talking to this guy. I said, this is the most interesting thing that, that I've experienced recently. And he's like, yeah, you know, I took I took a little crack baby the other day. It was a tiny little package. I delivered that to wherever. did a good job. Uh, you know, just just did that uh, to be a decent person. And, and uh, you know, this is what I do. I set up my brother-in-law. He's, he's got a, a service just like this. He's starting in Jersey. This is a million-dollar-a-year business, okay? <laughs> it's like, holy shit, man. He's got a dead guy. He shows me, not didn't show me the dead person, but he showed me the bag, and he, you know, explained that he's got his, his car all tricked out, his van all tricked out uh, in terms of uh, emergency, emergency lights and stuff like that, so... He will, um, I guess he goes to the scene and he, uh, the paramedics, once the, maybe once the coroner declares the person dead, well, they got to be taken away and he's licensed to, to do that and he's got orders as to where to take the, the body and that's where he goes. Who would think that there's something like this going on, like on the down low? Drive that that van that's driving down the road. That looks like a you think it's some soccer mom in there. Um, somebody going to work or whatever. Family going to rugby practice. That that is a former Marine recon guy with a tricked out minivan and a dead body in the back. Yeah, this guy OD'd. He says. Takes people all over, all the funeral homes that go all over. I take people to and from, you know, the coroner to the, the, the funeral homes, and this is what I do. It's a million-dollar-a-year business, he said. I, I can't 
I, I almost feel like I know the guy or I've seen him before. What a crazy story, right? What a freaking nutty ass story. That's that one goes down. Well, obviously I'm telling you it. That that's that's got to go into the freaking into the books here because that's extraordinary. And this is as I'm, um, you know, pursuing my day. I'm going after all these different tasks, trying to fulfill them, trying to complete them and knock them off my list. I created a list last night because I had so many things to do, grading papers and uh, doing clinical notes and um, trying to schedule and reschedule people and get my work out in and play with bogey. I wrote it all down, all the things that I wanted to get done. And I was, I mean, I was knocking, I was prolific today. I got a bunch of shit done. But I had no clue that I was going to run into a freaking United, former United States Marine. His business card has, has that logo, has a uh, force, uh, first recon emblem logo that says swift, silent, and deadly. <laughs> I thought about that. I'm like, how many people, like, okay, it's a million dollar a year job, so this guy's got, he's got uh, caps on his teeth, veneers or whatever, clearly. And he's got dyed hair, and he looked like he was in pretty decent shape. And he's just on his way, you know, from one of these funeral homes or whatever. Transporting a dead guy, just like it's his job, which it is. How many people would take that job if they knew it was a million dollar a year business? Would they be freaked out by it? Could they not do it? I mean, or how many people would jump for the chance, jump at the chance to do something like that? Have no problem with it. I, I certainly wouldn't have any problem with it. Seems pretty interesting. I was telling my buddy this on the treadmill, and, uh, about this encounter, and he was telling me that a friend of his, he used to have a pickup truck, and would go around and pick up um, hazardous materials in, in like 55-gallon drums, and he said it was very uh, it was very lucrative. I don't know if I would want to be, be hauling around poison or anything like that, but... What an amazing encounter. What a chance encounter. Think about it. He, he said, he actually said, did I tell you that he said he picked up a crack baby? Picked up a little crack baby the other day. Like he knows little pieces about, you know, he knows what the cause of death is. He's not... I think he was just trying, just basically trying to spin a yarn when I was there. I'm sure he's being truthful, but he knows who he's carrying around in that van. Sometimes I'm sure maybe he doesn't know or doesn't care. He's just doing his job, but there's a story. I said, this is extremely interesting. So I got his contact information and maybe I'll reach out to him and uh, send him an email and just tell him how I thought it was... Uh, a pretty cool encounter that we had and if you ever want to stop by for an adjustment let me know 
All right, that's my interesting story of the day. That's the tale of the tape. Picking up my buddy Aiden at the fucking at the rugby field. I'll take him home, and then I'll probably get a message from Sam saying, "Come pick me up, Dad." Me and Bogey will ride around and have more adventures before the before we even have our dinner. Huh!